Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com. You're listening to the Bears Brothers Podcast and Post Game Show, the place where Bears fans across the globe hang out online after every Bears game. Now get ready because it's time to bear down. Welcome back, Bears fans, to another episode of the Bears Brothers Podcast. We're one day away from our Week 2 matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. I'm your host, Wildewit, and like you, I can't wait for kickoff. This week, we've covered a ton as we met the Seahawks with a first-hand scouting report from our friends at the Seahawkers Podcast. We had our full in-depth game preview, which was over an hour's worth of analysis and insight on how the Bears can succeed on both sides of the ball. Will Ingles, he recently broke down his five key matchups of the game, and now it's time for me to walk you through my weekly three keys of the game. So without wasting another moment, let's dive right on into this week's keys. This week's first key, capitalize on the opportunities and don't waste them. This is something that the Bears were unable to do a week ago. Every time Chicago had something go their way and the offense was put in a favorable position, they failed to do something with it. The two main examples that I have are, of course, Cleo Mack strip sack, and Tariq Cohen's punt return that had the Bears starting the drive in Green Bay territory. When both of these occurred, Chicago already had a two-score lead early on, and both the turnover and the punt return kept momentum in the Bears' favor. But the inability to score points on either of these opportunities, especially after Cohen's return, hurt the Bears in two ways. One, it obviously left points off the board, and the failure to extend their lead early came back to bite them in the rear end. And two, it started to take momentum away from the Bears and put it in the hands of the Packers. It gave Green Bay's defense confidence, and the Bears' offense started to lose some itself. Finding a way to convert on these opportunities is crucial. Converting turnovers into points and rewarding special teams for putting the offense on the right side of the 50 are two things that must happen. And if the offense doesn't reward the other phases for helping out, the Bears aren't playing complimentary football, plain and simple. I'll even take this key one step further. Let's call it key 1A. The Bears need to do a better job of scoring touchdowns once they reach the red zone than they were able to do a week ago. One for four? That's atrocious. It's leaving so many points on the table when they should be up on the board. With question marks at corner on the outside and no Bobby Wagner to really anchor the middle of the Seattle Seahawks defense, the Bears don't have much reason outside of Earl Thomas to really struggle in the red zone against Seattle. At the bare minimum, they must come away with six on at least half of those red zone trips, put points up, and keep Seattle's defense's morale down. But any way you slice it, the Bears must capitalize on their opportunities Monday night. Now on to this week's second key, shut down the middle of the field. Talked about this one in our game preview, but the more I sat on it, the more I really do see it as a key to this game. 
Taking a look at Russell Wilson's throws a week ago, you can see that he heavily relied, and I mean heavily relied, on attacking the middle of the field. Now this makes sense because Denver was pressuring Wilson all game long. He didn't have much time to throw, and so he had to rely on some security blankets and quick passes over the middle. For the game, he was 9 of 11 for 160 yards when attacking the heart of Denver's defense. And he was 10 of 19 along the boundaries. And like I noted in that preview episode, both of his touchdowns came from attacking the sides deep down the field. And that's why my disclaimer to this key is, you know, if you shut down the middle of the field, both outside corners do need to step up and hold their own along the sidelines. They can't allow all the hard work on the defense to be spoiled up by just giving up some big plays like we saw a week ago. And we all assume that the Bears, they're going to be able to keep Wilson in as much or perhaps even more distress than he was a week ago against Denver, which means that he's going to be looking to get the ball out in a hurry. So if the Bears can find a way to take away the middle of the field and his security blanket throws, it'll force him to either go through his reads in a hurry because the time is going to be limited, or just try to fit the ball into some really tight windows, which those can become some potential interceptions, some turnovers for this Bears defense. But Wilson... He is a smart quarterback. He only averaged about 10 interceptions per year over the last three seasons. He's not going to make too many ill-advised throws. But with Seattle not having much of a running game, he's going to be dropping back a plenty. But if the Bears can just take away the area that he favors... Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic. Our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com. Make him think more in the pocket, and with Khalil Mack breathing down his neck, Wilson's going to be looking to make something out of nothing, which is going to bode well in the favor of the Bears' defense. And now time for my third and final key of the week, which is keep Seattle behind the sticks and off schedule. I was actually personally pretty torn on exactly what I wanted to make the final key this week, but this one makes good sense. The Bears need to do what they did a week ago, especially in the first half, and that's get the opponent off the field when the opportunity presents itself. And they have a good shot at adhering to that this week against Seattle. Last week, the Seahawks were just abysmal on third down, only converting on two of 12 attempts. When we asked Adam of the Seahawkers podcast why they struggled so bad on third down, he said it's due to penalties and getting off schedule. It's true. In fact, the Seattle Seahawks offensive line had three calls against it last week. Two false starts, one holding. Last week, the Bears were drawing holds, even though maybe more should have been called. And in a hopefully loud soldier field, Seattle will get a little jumpy. Plus, if the Bears can get to Wilson, who was sacked six times last week, shut down the run, rack up some tackles for loss, you know, all those are ways that the Bears can get Seattle into facing some third and long situations. And I think that offense, without a go-to guy in Doug Baldwin, really isn't equipped to convert on those, which was evident last week. Chicago's defense played really well on third down against Green Bay. The Packers only converted on five of 13 attempts. So if the Bears' defense can show up on third down, just like they did a week ago, and if they can just get that offense off schedule, get them off the field, it's going to be up to the Bears' offense to accomplish that very first key, right? Which is to capitalize on opportunities. If the first and third keys come together, if the Bears' defense can ensure Seattle doesn't sustain drives, which the Seahawks did not have one drive that lasted longer than 3 minutes and 34 seconds a week ago, 
And if the Bears' offense can answer the call and sustain a lengthy scoring drive of its own, the Bears will be poised to come away with the win. And of course, they'll be playing some complimentary football along the way. So to go ahead and recap my three keys just briefly, of course, key number one is just for the offense to capitalize on those opportunities and just don't waste them. The second one, the second key, shut down the middle of the field, force Russell Wilson to either look outside or to make him overthink a little bit in the pocket under some pressure. And the third and final key this week, keep Seattle's offense behind the sticks and off schedule. Doing so should enable them to struggle on third down, get off the field, put the ball in the hands of the Bears offense, which is hoping to do a little bit more than they were able to last week after a couple of promising drives. Things cooled off quickly, so obviously... If you want to add a fourth key, the Bears offense needs to be able to put together an entire four quarters in this game as well. And if they do get that lead, the Bears offense needs to find a way to finish something they were unable to do a week ago. All right, so that's going to wrap up this episode of the Bears Brothers podcast. I want to thank you all. No matter where you reside in the world, I do appreciate you taking the time to join me today. And I'm just thankful that you chose to tune in. The next time that you hear from us, it'll be our Bears Seahawks postgame show that will take place as soon as the final whistle blows. Last week, we had over 600 live viewers and the chat was pretty lit, so feel free to stop by our YouTube channel if you want to listen to us live and talk with some fellow Bears fans along the way. And if not, no worries, we'll have this episode up in your podcast feed immediately following the recording. We'll talk to you then, but in the meantime, let's go get that W. And of course, Bear Down Chicago! Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com.